0: Fred Film Radio, Sydney Jewish International Film Festival, Australia.
1: This is Cristiano Palmieri for Fred Film Radio from the Jewish International Film Festival in Sydney. And I'm in conversation with Eddie Tamir, the Artistic Director. Good morning, Eddie.
0: Good morning, Christiana. How are you? Fantastic. Uh, great to be talking to you again.
1: Yes, absolutely. This is our annual conversation. Actually, this year we had a two because Jeff was in... Uh, Early this year.
0: Yes, we had a COVID uh, postponed program in February.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's good that we can go back to the usual October, November uh, time slot, right?
0: Yes, uh, resuming normal transmission, I think they call it.
1: <laughs> yes, indeed. And in fact, Eddie, my first question is really about about this post-COVID era. How is the cinema recuperating after being hit by COVID? What's your experience?
0: Yep, it's a, uh, it's a good question and a big question, and um, I definitely don't have all the answers. I can tell you this, that when the films are there, as in the compelling films, the audiences are there. So, for example, in May and June with uh, Top Gun, Elvis, et cetera, et cetera, the number of people coming to cinemas was more than before COVID in May and June 2019. That being said, when product was weak um, in August and September, it was 60% of 2019, the record year for cinema. So um, I'm not sure what that tells you, but I guess you can draw your own conclusions from that. The... um, from the festival point of view, uh, there's definitely signs of life and GIF, uh, this current GIF has definitely got some momentum. We have two weeks to go and uh, things are looking good.
1: Oh, that's excellent to know, Eddie. Thank you for your perspective on on this topic. And there is another question that I I really want to ask you, because I think this year you managed to go back to the film market uh, um, after, you know, uh, COVID made us uh, stay uh, recluse and uh, not be able to travel. This must have made you very, very happy.
0: Uh, Yeah, it was great. So we went to Cannes this year. And, uh, just like you go to a, a fresh fruit and vegetable market, uh, going to, uh, to Cannes to see the fresh premiere films. It's very, always very exciting and clearly more exciting after three years absence. And it made a huge difference to our lineup this October, the current GIF. You know, we saw Armageddon time in competition there and managed to get the Australian premiere to open with it, uh, and many other Fresh films that we've actually, we are actually screening sometimes before their country of origin has released them. Uh, in the case of films like uh, "Stay with Us," a, a, a new French film with Gad Elmaleh, and uh, a few other uh, films as well. So very exciting to be uh, dealing with such such great and fresh uh, films.
1: Oh yes, absolutely. But, but Eddie, let's go back to um, Armageddon. Uh, so Jeff opened with Armageddon and we'll close with As They Made Us. So both films have a really a stellar cast of world-class actors. And tell us more about these two Australian premieres.
0: Uh, well, Armageddon Time, you know, is now on release in cinemas. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great film. Uh, you know, it's nuanced. It's, uh, it's a delicate family drama set in 1980 New York, 1980 very racist New York and just deals with uh, the rites of passage of a young, a young Jewish boy who uh, has to deal with big questions in society. And his grandfather, played by Anthony Hopkins, guides him to, uh, as they say in Yiddish, uh, be a mensch and uh, look after Uh, A friendship um, with an African-American boy from a very difficult upbringing that, uh, you know, is um, a friendship that's put under pressure. And um, As They Made Us uh, is not a studio film. It's a small independent film uh, made by Maine Bialik from Big Bang Theory fame. It's her autobiographical story, just like um, James Gray's Armageddon Time is. And it's, a, it's quite a jagged um, family drama again. Um, and it is about family dysfunction and ultimately, you know, with a huge dose of, of love and warmth in amongst the dysfunction with um, Dustin Hoffman and Candice Bergen really dishing out the great performances.
1: Yeah, that's definitely both films are on my uh, on my list. And uh, w- while I was attending Jeff to see a couple of other films, uh, I watched the trailer for "As They Made Us," and both Candice Bergen and, and Dustin Hoffman are wow, they are great, fantastic. Yes. Um, so let, let's talk about this year' program more in detail. So we have a fifty-two feature films, documentary, and series. If I'm correct.
0: Yes, that's right.
1: And I believe that most of them, if not all of them, are Australian premieres, right? Yep,
0: they are all Australian premieres, except for one film that, um, that screened at the Sydney Film Festival. But other than that, yes, all Australian premieres.
1: But which is very exciting because w- without these opportunities, so many films won't be get general release. So it's a great opportunity for the Australian od- audience. So let's explore the programme uh, um, together for our audience, give us your highlights.
0: Yeah, well, you know, it's uh, when we talk about highlights, it also depends on on what one's mood is and what kind of film one one wants to watch. So, you know, a highlight in one moment is uh, is different for different people. So uh, that is the festival experience. But um, in terms of, I'll try to give you a bit of a range of film types. Um, that, uh, have been performing very well and are affecting audiences. Um, the, uh, one of our, our big dramas, uh, a great French film called The Accusation, based on a best selling novel, um, about a high society, uh, rape case, um, between, uh, two families and, uh, the children of two families, it stars Charlotte Gansberg and uh, is a courtroom drama, fundamentally, uh, telling the story from different points of view. Uh, So very resonant with contemporary, um, you know, uh, sexual and gender politics. uh, And uh, people are really uh, deeply um, enjoying the film experience with that one.
1: I just interrupt you, Eddie, because I saw the film the other day Wonderful masterpiece, and uh, I think it takes really well in, taps really well into the Me Too, um, you know, movement issue, especially that was so controversial in France. A so fantastic film, really not to be missed.
0: Yeah, and um, the uh, just sticking to the French films for a minute, the one I mentioned before, "Stay with Us," which has not been released um, anywhere yet um is the uh it's a it's a drama comedy um by uh starring Gad Elmaleh who is a huge french comedian who is also now living in america and has a big netflix comedy sh- show as well um and it's really the story his own story which is quite a quirky story uh about a jewish french uh man's obsession with the virgin mary and his journey to convert to catholicism much to the chagrin of his uh, parents and extended family uh and it's interspersed with um stand-up comedy routines of his performed by him uh dealing with uh, these real life issues so uh yeah we we really like this film and people are uh again enjoying it
1: um some more
0: yeah so um, one of the big films, um, which I believe you 've seen, which um, is a, is called the wedding day and it 's a Polish film yeah. uh, and it is, was released in Poland a year ago uh, and it is uh, directed by a very intelligent, provocative, insightful director and deals with contemporary Poland, contemporary Polish racism, as well as the resonance of, of the Polish, um, experience in the Holocaust. Uh, and it is really jarring. It, it is set, uh, the contemporary setting is a non-Jewish wedding, uh, in Poland. And it is a bacchanalian, orgiastic, drunken, um, uh, extreme, uh, wedding. Uh, with lots of fascinating characters and storylines. And one of the main ones relates to the grandfather of the bride, who in amongst these crazy scenes, um, for various reasons, triggers him his memory back to the Holocaust period and his love for a Jewish woman during the Holocaust era and uh, the juxtaposition of those two periods uh, a very powerful and and revealing and are a biting social commentary.
1: Yes, I agree. I, I watch the film as is a, is the, the the way in which the film has been built with the present and the past intertwined together is is just brilliant, fabulous film.
0: Yeah, um, a um, a niche film which uh, people loving and is a, is a gem in the program, is a film called Remember This. Um, it is a, I guess the equivalent is like a National Theatre Live um, filmed theatre piece and uh, it stars David Strathairn, an amazing um, actor and his stage is basically um, a table and two chairs and he performs the life story of Jan Karski, the Czech diplomat who was smuggled into a concentration camp uh, in, uh, by, by the Jewish resistance in order to uh, be an eyewitness and then take back um, the, the, um, the eyewitness um, experience to the Allies so that they could, uh, would hopefully do something uh, to stop what was going on. Uh, so it's his, his, it's, his, it's his life story growing up, it's his wartime experience, his post-war experience. And it's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a gem of the program.
1: Oh, well, I, I'll, I'll keep an eye, an eye on that if I can watch it.
0: And, uh, you know, one of the, uh, the feel-good films of the festival is uh, Fiddler's Journey to the Big Screen, which is uh, a documentary about the making of the iconic film Fiddler on the Roof and interviews uh, people involved with the film today looking back uh, including the actors, and most importantly and the biggest focus is on the director, Norman Jewison, who, uh, despite his name, is not Jewish but has got a great affinity with, with the Jewish experience. And, um, and he, you know, the, the film is funny, it's moving um, and surprisingly moving for a documentary um, about a film and really explores the power Uh, the love that went into and the artistry that went into the making of the film and the power of the film, which remains uh, timeless and, uh, well, stands the test of time uh, and uh, really has a huge impact uh, the world over.
1: And and is narrated by the beautiful voice of Jeff Goldblum, right?
0: right? That's
1: right. Yeah. That's fantastic. I mean, unfortunately, we don't have time to go through uh, all 22 films, documentary and series, but thank you very much for this overview of the program, which is really outstanding this time. It's not that I'm surprised, but I have to say that is really, really outstanding.
0: Yep, um, thank, you, thank you very much for being interested again, and hopefully your audience will um, take the opportunity. We've got another, uh, another 10 or 12 days of the festival to go, so I uh, look forward to seeing you all there.
1: Absolutely, and before let you go, um, before letting you go, um, Eddie, I have one last question for you. You know that I like this question about the intertwine between social, culture, language. So I think, and this is my opinion, and you can uh, really disagree with me, but one of the strengths of GIF is its capacity to connect past and present and very distant geographic locations with. It's universal stories that feel personal and relatable, if you agree with this opinion that I've just expressed, why is that in your opinion? Why GIF can convey this to the audience um,
0: Yes, uh, I do agree with that of course um, it's one of our, you know it really is our charter to um, to mine the world for for stories that that you know can arguably be be said to be looking through a jewish lens um, and the jewish lens you know covers many eras uh many regions uh and obviously therefore many languages uh it takes me to a a, a big film for us which was a, a bit under the radar too and it's a good example of what you're saying the film is called 1618 um it's set in portugal during the spanish inquisition times uh and um it is uh, really taking us to that uh, era in that language, uh, in that drama, and and uh, and resonating, I guess, with with uh, persecution and immigrant experience uh, today in the world in 2022. So um, yes, uh, that is, I think, a good example. Um, and uh, yes, obviously, many other films um, in the festival take us to uh, many places in the world and many periods in history and, as you say, hopefully resonate with personal contemporary experience.
1: Well, thank you very much, Eddie, for your insight into uh, Jewish culture, cinema, and how uh, GIF can really play an important role in this um, Australian multicultural society. Thank you very much.
0: Thanks for having me. See you with the movies.
1: Of course, NGF is running nationally in Australia, in Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane, Canberra, Gold Coast, Opart, and it will close in Perth on the 7th of December. I have been talking to Edith Amir, the Artistic Director of the Jewish International Film Festival, and I'm Cristiana Palmieri for FRED Film Radio, the festival insider.
0: FRED Film Radio, 24-7 on FRED.FM and smartphone apps.